JCPenney tenemos infinidad de regalos para el Día de las Madres hasta el domingo. Ahorra hasta 40% en todo Liz Claiborne y viste la de pieza a cabeza con la última moda. Además, aprovecha las ofertas Yes Please con diamantes y piedras preciosas a 25 dólares para miembros de JCPenney Rewards. ¿Aún no eres miembro? ¡Inscríbete! Es fácil y gratis. Y regálale a mamá todo lo que se merece. JCPenney. Vale la pena. Ofertas válidas hasta el 12 de mayo en selección de estilos. Aplican otras exclusiones. Joyerías excluye de los cupones. Detalles en la tienda jcp.com. Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Garopay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de 25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita Boost Mobile. Cassandra Sánchez Navarro junto a Catherine Siachoque y Verónica Bravo en la nueva serie de comedia original de VIX, Consuelo, disponible en la app de VIX, ya. Becoming a mother comes with a roller coaster of emotions. You're constantly discovering how to deal with your new reality, your new baby, your new schedule, your new priorities, and of course, the new you. Even though how you see yourself is important, How others perceive you, especially your loved ones, could be extremely eye-opening. Today, we interview two of our closest family members to see how they think motherhood has changed us. We read the books. We bought the things. We thought we were ready. And then life took our plans and changed them. I'm Karen. I'm Victoria's mommy, and I work in tech. And I'm Pamela. I have a baby boy named Ford, and I'm a journalist. And although we're both first-time working moms, we're actually pretty different. And that's totally okay. Because we both agree that our most important work is raising our kids. We really need each other and can only get through this together. Welcome to Motherish Moments. Hello, welcome. Today I think is going to be pretty fun and different. It's either going to be really good or, or really already emotional too. <laughs> I'm not excited. I'm I don't excited. Cry. I don't want to cry though. My mother's moment of the week. This is kind of lame, but basically last night Victoria slept through the night. I never did sleep training, so we we're not going to double click on that. But she slept through the night, which is a really big deal. And of course, I woke up with nightmares about her at 6.30 in the morning and couldn't sleep. So yeah, I'm just killing it at the mom game here. <laughs> Losing sleep. <laughs> one night, <laughs> one night. Okay, so my mother's moment with Ford, he's just a lot more active, right? So I used to have a very strict schedule with him where I woke up, you know, he gets up usually like at 6.15, gave him his milk. I would leave him in his crib playing for like maybe like 20 minutes. Um, then I would take him out, I would read a book, then I would put him back into, you know, so... Mm -hmm. Now he just wants to play all the time, which is fun for him, but not so fun for me at six Get in the morning. Ready. <laughs> but it's also very exciting. I always say this. I think it was a high moment for me because he's like a real human. Yeah. I actually have to interact with him the entire time. Yep. So it's time consuming, but it's also very exciting. He's sitting up also. So I think that's a big one for me, like really sitting up, not like, like, a, like, like a, a little man. He's like sitting in like the boss chair. So I'm excited for that. So that was my moment. I think the more independent forward and the more active forward this week. Nice. All right. Okay, so the time has come. We're going to introduce our very special and mysterious guest. So we wanted to get the perspective of, I, I think, are probably the two closest people that we have because they have really been with us. Other people have, but these two specifically have been with us from the very beginning, I think, since we brought Victoria and Ford mm -hmm. home. 
So we're going to welcome Juan, which is Karen's husband. Hello, hello. I am very honored to be here. <laughs> so welcome, Juan. Thank you so much for finding the time to join us. And I am welcoming my sister, Paloma. Hi. Yeah, I actually had to fight for the spot because it was between... <laughs> My mom or me, so <laughs> we're a very small group. It's just literally kind of like us three girls and now the man of the family, Ford. But yeah, I, f I literally had to like fight and take this spot. So I'm also super honored. Oh, we're so glad you're both here. I, so I'm, I think I'm like the big crier here. So I promise I'm going to try to not no, cry. Not. Really? <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I, need, I need other again. <laughs> no, Karen, Karen is going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> So we're hoping that this is also a learning experience for everyone. I think we very, very seldomly do we stop and ask someone else, you know, like, am I doing a good job? Can I improve somewhere else? I don't know. I just First of all, we don't have any time, right? Yeah. We have such limited time that we just like go, go, go on the run all the time. And when you have time, you're probably really tired. Yes. So you're like, I don't want to talk deep things. I don't want to talk about my feelings and what I need to improve right now. I'm tired. Do you think you're going to coincide a lot with Juan? Like your perspective with his or? I think he might be a little bit nicer to me than I am. This is usually <laughs> the case. I mean, I don't know. We've known each other, what, seven, a little over seven years now. Yeah. He's and nodding very aggressively yeah, for he... those listening <laughs> and not I'm watching. sorry, yeah. yeah I'm he's, sorry he's a lot nicer to me than I am and vice versa, by the way. Okay, so we'll start with the first question, which I think is, what is, and I'll start with you, Paloma, what is the biggest surprise that you discovered once I became a mother? I think I have like two. During your pregnancy, I thought you were gonna just be like a nervous mess for nine months. <laughs> and like, I just thought you were gonna be freaking out about everything, but you were actually so calm throughout basically the majority of your pregnancy. I mean, currently I live in New York, but I was able to join you and be with you the last couple of months. And you were just so chill. Like literally, we were talking about this earlier, you were having contractions and you looked at me and you're like, oh, I don't think that's anything. I think I had like a bad taco earlier. And like, <laughs> I think that was like the meal. By the way, which is not a good idea because I ended up going to the hospital way too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my, but like that was surprising for me. out of me for like way too long. And that's why I ended up yeah. having a C-section. But yeah, that was very surprising for me because I thought you were going to be at the hospital like six months into the nine months and be like, okay, <laughs> or something. So you were very, very calm. And then now you as a mother, like you are so lovable, like something about our family since we're so close and so tight knit, like we're so on top of each other. Like in Spanish, like we're Cheekly, like we're gum. Yeah. Like we say, we tell each other, I love you every single day, every <laughs> minute. So like, nice, she'll be like, That's Can really you take special. out the trash? I love you. <laughs> I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> So uh, now I didn't think it was like even more possible for you to be even more loving to this tiny oh. human than you just met. I know. <laughs> Who is he? Who I know. He, we'll right? keep him. We'll keep him. I know. I was <laughs> okay, Juan, what surprised you about Karen when she became a mother? I wouldn't say I was surprised. I think I was just very moved. Karen's a very generous person. I always say that. I always tell her that to a fault, I think, because she puts others before her all the time. In this case, that's great because she has a baby. <laughs> oh my God, plot um, twist. The on is going to cry. Oh, <laughs> you're crying already. Oh my God. We promise we did not invite them just to hear all these nice things. We're going to get to like... This yeah, episode yeah. is for you to love us too. Right. So. <laughs> no, we know the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's honest. It's honest. That generosity and I think the motherly instincts just come out. I remember day one that Victoria was born and Karen was struggling with breastfeeding big time and the milk was just not coming out. I just remember her putting Victoria up to her breast and getting her to just do what she needs to do. And Victoria would do the little baby sucking and nothing <laughs> would come out. And like, 
that broke my heart and at the same time just made me love her more because I just saw this woman who had just gone through like nine months of carrying this child now putting in all this effort even though she literally just went through surgery to give this baby what she needed I mean I cried for like five days in a row <laughs> intermittently when Victoria was born but I knew that she had it in her I knew way before that she had it in her so I knew that she was gonna be great but then, you know, we can talk about later how that can also be a problem. Oh, wow. <laughs> what a cliffhanger. Oh I feel like you also struggled um, a little bit with your breastfeeding journey, too. I firsthand saw that. I remember we would wake up every morning, 3 a.m. We would have, like, specific hours that we would wake up. And then I would just hit her and be like, okay, let's get up. And we would <laughs> pump. And the breastfeeding journey is very emotional and very difficult. And not something that I expected. I know. I think also because I don't know if we're type A or overachievers or just... No, we are. I mean, I'm sure we're doing a fine job. We just wanted mm -hmm. to do an extraordinary job. And yes. Yeah, I think you envision yourself doing things a certain way. And you're like, okay, now's the time. Coach, put me in. Like, I can do this. And then... I mean, I also think I literally bought bags and bags. Because in my mind, I was going to freeze so much milk. Oh, you were way ahead. Going yeah. forward. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. I was going back to work, this is... I was visualizing myself doing that. Mm -hmm. And when I did not find myself overfilling those bags. I was like, I was literally like breastfeeding and pumping just enough, you know, for the baby. And you had a coworker who would send you photos. Oh Be like, do not do that, guys, please. If you're over breastfeeding, oh. over pumping, or I know it's motivation, I guess, or inspirational for others, but I think that applies to so many topics when you become a mom, where someone maybe in an intention to motivate you shares something like, look, this is right. the light at the end of the tunnel, but might be a different journey yeah. for I mean, I did person. love breastfeeding itself. Like, it was very easy for me once he latched. I feel like I wanted to produce more and more and more. Yeah. So when I did go back to work, I would have enough and I just, it was not enough. Okay, so that is what surprised you both the most. Paloma, you said you had two things. Well, just like like one, how calm she was during the pregnancy mm -hmm. and then how much more loving she can be to this person that she carried for nine months but technically it's a human that you barely even know and <laughs> you look at him and you say like I just look at you sometimes and you're like I love you so much and like we cry we, like sometimes <laughs> we literally just stare at him and we look at each other and we just start, I mean, I yeah, I tears start coming down we our do face that. because we just love him so much I like know. you said earlier he's becoming an actual human no, like know, his personality his personality yeah, is, is, so is shining and through and something that we talk about all the time is how a human so small can take up so much space in your family, in your heart, in everything. Like we just had, you know, Thanksgiving and Victoria is a teeny tiny human sitting at the table, but like, it's so much. Like she's part of everything we talk about and it's just amazing how they have that power. Okay, so what is one thing that you didn't know about us before that then you learned, noticed about us as we kind of step into this new role as moms? Juan. I think in situations like this, Everything gets exacerbated and like magnified. So all the good things become really good and all the bad things mm. become also worse. Right. It's hard for me to say bad things about Karen because she beats me up very hard. No, because, wow. no, because, I, because I'm I can't. Right here. No, because I really I think. I live in I, fear. I, I really think she's awesome. But she does have. Maybe there's a controlling side to you that. You want people to. She's definitely. Honestly, wait. Quita she's, del filtro. Let's she's go. the mom. Just say. Just say it. Come in. So, not, we're going to stay together. No, but she's, after she's, the, she's the mom. Come on, blink twice if you need help. <laughs> I will save you. No, but she's the mom. So she's doing. I always say this. She's like way ahead of me when it comes to like the parenting. Mm -hmm. 
Right. You know, I hang out with the baby, I change her diapers, I give her a bath. It's not that I don't do things with Victoria, I do. But I always feel like I'm running behind in having to build a connection with her because my wife is like ahead of me. And I see this reflected in the moment where like I call Victoria to my arms and she's like, mama, mama. And I'm like, damn it. Aww. You know, it yeah. breaks my heart a little bit. I want her to, you know, sometimes she wants to come to me, but I have to really put in the time for that. Karen, did you know that that's how he felt? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you know, this I'm is aware that we talk about this a lot because that situation of Victoria always wanting to be with me and stuff is something that it's like beautiful, but it's also very suffocating for me. So sometimes I'm like, come on, Juan. And I'm like, you have to do more with her. But like, it's hard. And I also have had to think about how that makes him feel. It's very hard for him as well. And the thing is that when I'm trying to do the things, I guess be more present, I'm sounding like I'm not ever there, but no, that's no, no, not no, the case. She's so little. I think once that. they develop, you know, once they get older and... Yeah, yeah. I, I have that. I hold that hope it's uh, gonna in my heart. It's going to at some point. But She's, what yeah. I'm saying is that sometimes when I'm trying to do the things, I have Coach Karen right there. No, but you're supposed so, to do that. And I'm like, bro, let me mess it up. And let me learn as well, you know, and she's going to be okay. You know? definitely yeah. have something to say about that as well, <laughs> about my dear sister here. Yeah. I would say that something that surprises me about you is, it's funny because it's like a counteract. You put so much on your plate, like as if you didn't have enough work, you decided to start a podcast. Like <laughs> I, I literally, when you told me this idea, I was like, who this? Like you're a mom now, like you need to prioritize, you know, your options and your things, but you somehow always make it work. And that is very surprising because this time I'm like, nope, it's not gonna be done. Prove me wrong, it's not gonna be done. And you make it work. But on the other side of that, you love forts and like you love your quality time with forts so much, you can just drop the million things that you have and just like go to him. I'm getting emotional. Oh. <laughs> she like, does scream at me sometimes like if I delegate, right? Like if I'm like, okay, Yeah, you delegate I'm a lot. Go work out. Can you please watch the baby for, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes? And I'll like, Why is my baby crying? I'm like, Because he's I'll go a baby. Back and I was like, Okay, you do your thing and I just. Let it go. Like, I have a really hard time, and I know that. Kind of like letting go if I'm right there. I know we need to do that for the sake of the baby, for the sake of ourselves, and for the sake of the people who are trying to create their own connection. But what I feel personally, and Juan, I'm sorry, that I, you know, I'm their, like, coach or whatever, and I'll try to be more... You see, so much progress already in this podcast. I have a physiological response when I hear her crying that I can't help myself. And I'm just like, oh, like, I feel it in my body. I don't know yeah. how to tell, like, I don't know how to express it, but like, I literally feel physical something I agree. when I she agree. cries. It's very and true. I like, I want to deal with it and like, I want to stop the crying, but before I know it, she's already like over my shoulder and she's like, give him to me, give him to me. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I, oh my gosh. I try you know? to be mindful of that. I don't like discard that at all. Part of the reason why I want to be there more for Karen is to take that burden off. I want to help. It's almost like, Karen's like, I need more help. And then, but then she's like, no, I'll help. do I it. I want to tell you how to do the help. <laughs> right. Like, okay. Yeah. At some point, there needs to be you... a compromise. But exactly. I will, to be fair, I will say that I do the same thing with my brother, with my mom, when they are playing with Victoria and I see that it's not happening the way I think it should be happening because I spend more time with Victoria than them. I'm right. like, you no mom, you have to do it this too. way. So yeah, we'll do it. For sure. So I'm also trying to get better at that myself so that I can let them develop their own, okay. their own thing. Aloha mamá. Sorry por responder hasta ahora. Estuve toda la tarde con mi unidad arreglando un helicóptero Black Hawk. Hawaii es increíble. Luego te cuento más. Te quiero. Be all you can be. Visitando goarmy.com diagonal español.
Cassandra Sánchez Navarro junto a Katherine Siachoque y Verónica Bravo en la nueva serie de comedia original de VIX, Consuelo. Disponible en la app de VIX, ya. Let's talk about work and baby. Because I feel like I did a pretty okay transition going back to work. I would agree with you, yeah. I don't have anything <laughs> negative to say about that. But also given that we are in a pandemic, it is a little bit interesting with your job, you know, as a... I have been the setup is a little... Yeah, yeah as an anchor, yeah. this random TV show that you do, you know. <laughs> um, you have your in-home studio, so you do like a couple days at home. So I feel like the transition has been easy for you because of the situation that we're in. Okay. But I feel like... Had we not been in a pandemic, you would have been crying at your desk every day. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> I had a hard time. So my first day back at work, I actually went on a plane and went to LA and was oh. gone for, it was my first trip away from Victoria and I was gone for four days. Yeah, and I don't it was think the that you would have done that. Four days think. of my life. Because the pre-baby, Karen, which Juan knows very well, is like, go big or go home. Like, don't do anything at all unless you're going to go all the way. And so I was like, I'm back at work. Let's go. Let me go to this offsite. <laughs> Let me see what's going on, whatever. And like that completely backfired. That was a terrible idea. Juan stayed with the baby. I think so. How would you rate her transition into work? Yeah, give me a grade. An A. I just remember that you were crying a lot. You were having second thoughts a lot. You were feeling terrible when you were a mom about your career, kind of the death of my career, basically. Uh, and then when you're going back to work and take that part of yourself back, the guilt, now she's feeling terrible about like, oh, I'm a career woman and what a terrible person. I should be home with my baby. Meanwhile, I had a, I had a rough week with the baby, but <laughs> I have this picture that is a, a great memory of that week. I had just finished giving her a bath and I have her wrapped in a towel and I took a selfie of us and she is like smiling de oreja a oreja, like ear to ear, like we say in Spanish. Wow. I don't even know if that makes sense in English, but I was like, what a, what a great moment. And, and I wrote this week, kicked my ass, but I think I'm a better dad now. So one of my worst moments was yeah. one of your best. That's good. No, but it, but it it's is. Life. It it's is life. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah, but I guess Juan means like he was really, he was thrown into the deep end. Exactly. Right? Yeah, he kind exactly. of figured out yeah. and made it work and he... Got to the other side of the pool and yeah. it was fine. And it turned yeah. out okay because I had way worse moments when she was in town, but she was away like at FIU. And, <laughs> and, and, I'm like, and I have a horrible situation going on with the baby and I don't want to call her because she's her brother's graduation. And I don't that, want to that was that a bad. Moment. That was a bad day. And Victoria's just, I could not put her to sleep to save my life. And she's crying and she wasn't, she was very little still. And she was just crying, 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 crying. And I just could not get her to stop. I got very mad at myself for being a terrible dad, for not being able to do just a simple thing with my daughter. It took me forever to put her to sleep. I finally, I couldn't do it in my arms. I put her down in the crib and she kind of cried herself to sleep. And I just stayed there for like 40 minutes holding her hand. And as soon as she was done, I went to the bathroom and I cried. Aww. Like, I hadn't cried that much since like my dad had died. Like it was, I just bawling out. Um, yeah, so that's kind of like my morning routine. <laughs> Welcome to motherhood. And then Karen texts me, she's like, how's everything with the baby? And I'm like, wow, boy. Wait till oh, you good. Yeah. yeah. It's funny, every time we talk about emotional moments, I'm always like, no, I wasn't that emotional. I wasn't that. But then my sister's like, okay, let me remind you, you did have a few emotional oh, moments. Oh my God, you're so emotional. That is something that... With the first weeks. You're still emotional. What are you doing? That is the biggest lie. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I remember when he was first born, my sister and I have these little jokes like, you're so cute. I could just squish you, but like, I can't squish you that hard because you're going to die. But you know, I love you. And I did that to Ford. She's like, why would you say that? Now 
he's gonna die. I'm like, I'm literally, I'm like, what is wrong like, with you? This is like, an inside joke. What's wrong? I, with I literally you? told her, I was like, Pamela, you need to breathe. This is literally our joke. I want to ask you guys a question. <laughs> oh do my you guys God. feel you have Mamzilla moments? Yes. Oh, uh, that's for you, her. That's for her. I'm being such a mom right now. Like, do yes. you guys notice yes. that? And can you give an example? The podcast that we're on now. <laughs> yeah, I need a whole new platform to just vent about them. No. So for example, that morning, I think it was the first, that instant for me, I looked at him and I go, if something happened to him, I literally, it was the first moment that I felt when people say this, that you love someone so much that it's something like, that hurts you. I had never experienced that ever. No, never, never. Oh. And I know, so, I don't want to sound too cheesy, but this is the only way to describe it. It was that moment when she said that I just, the thought of it, somehow I connected it with something yeah. happening to him. And I looked at Ford and I was like, oh my God, if I know my go, if something happens to him, like I would die. Like I couldn't cope with the idea of that. One of the new things that motherhood has taught me was that you're always worried. Like yeah. I'm always mm -hmm. worried yeah. that something yeah. may happen, you know, and you try to make a safe environment and everything's going to be fine and be positive. Because I do consider myself a very optimistic person. But that was the first time that I really had like that gut fear feeling of yeah. like. I completely hear you there because I actually also am a very optimistic person and I'm generally like positive and, you know, try to give the better outlook on things. Juan is Argentinian and very pessimistic. Um, so this contrast is big in yeah. our life. I mean, what it is is anxiety. And it is a fear that is just like a flat line, in my mind at least, all the time. This morning I said I woke up early because I had a nightmare, whatever. My nightmare was about her. I literally woke up with palpitations. It was horrible. And I was waiting for her to wake up because I'm like, can you please move? I was staring at the monitor. I'm like, just oh my gosh, move. We do that all the just time. Just move. And it still happens. It's crazy. I, I, but you live with this kind of stuff every single day. And then you have to just snap out of it, let's go, and put on a smiley face and keep going. It's very, and I'm like, does this go away? And then I asked my mom and she says no. So, <laughs> and I'm 36, so like, I don't know. <laughs> But how do you guys find the balance? Because like, you can't be so over anxious that where you shelter your kid. But I, I don't think I am. And then am. you don't make them do any, and then they can't do anything. No, I don't, I don't like those like overprotective right. mothers. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I want to consider myself an overprotective. Which is why I like pride myself in being like the fun, cool aunt, <laughs> you know? Because like, I feel like we have that little balance too, where I'm like, um, Ford, do that, do that. And you're like, no, you can't do that, you know? So I feel like that's a good balance. But I don't think you're like super overprotective but that anxiety that you guys have yeah, I, I mean like and for me surprising because I never experienced that and I never would even imagine myself going yeah. through something yeah. or feeling that mm -hmm. so that really like caught me off guard but um, I think once I became aware of it I controlled it more so now I think I focus more on all the happy and positive and just I'm it's overwhelmed an with joy and I remember job. Juan told me this one time she's like it's like a mind like I don't want to say the bad word, but it's, it's like a mind <laughs> game. It's a mind fuck. Yes. Okay. Because okay. you're just so overwhelmed and so happy and so, you know, at this Everything, high level. Every, yeah. And then there's so much other feelings that you never But then you can have that one thought and you're like, oh my God, wait, what if Ford's like not breathing? Oh my God, he's not breathing. Know, and then you just like spiral. Um, I think I've gotten better, obviously. But on a daily basis, I think I'm just so overwhelmed with joy. Really, and I don't mean to sound like too cheesy either. Or every day I wake up very grateful. I think it's, a, it's more of a sense of gratitude every day. Like my son's healthy, he's growing great, he's strong, he's he's funny, he's smart. Like now his little personality is coming out. He's a genius, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you, have you ever felt, Juan, this kind of... Because I wonder if it's just a mom thing. Like, I don't know. Not that you speak for all dads in the world, but like mm. as Victoria's dad, do you ever have that? All the time. I think the mother always has the burden or a bigger I burden. I don't call it burden. No, but I'm saying like the burden of just feeling that you have to be there. I mean, you like. Yeah, but I don't know if burden feels like a very, like a curse. 
you know? No, but what I'm saying is... No, hey, yeah, I just feel like whatever you feel is like times 10 about exactly, what the mom feels. That's exactly, so it's like, if you feel you. like you're, you're at 100, I can't even imagine what the moms are at. Yeah, the sense know? of responsibility, I think, on the mom, it has to be way worse than on the dad and I don't mean to say that that's don't give a shit or it's not like that at all it's just I'm a guy so I would never even try to pretend to know what it's like to be a mother instead of a father but from what I see it's a very intense journey and I think that that's get the easier end of that in our situation at least mm -hmm. again I don't, mean, I don't mean yeah, to yeah, speak yeah. no we're speaking uh, for from our own experiences you know? and feelings but I do have these horrible thoughts of like what if something happens to her I actually have a real life story that freaked me out for like a good 48 hours. It was just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. We were in North Carolina on vacation at an Airbnb. Karen was taking a work call because we take time off, but you know, Karen takes calls <laughs> and, and so do I sometimes. And so I was entertaining Victoria and I took her for a bike ride and the baby seat was in on Karen's bicycle. So I took Karen's bike and I took Victoria. Victoria is sitting in front to one of these seats that she's sitting like between your arms, basically. Mm -hmm. And we went for a ride and it was really nice. And it was, you know, kind of short, just around that little farm that we were staying at. And we came back to the house and the next day we're leaving. So I'm putting all the stuff back in the car and I'm putting the bikes on the bike rack. And as I put Karen's bike on the bike rack, the front wheel, it just literally fell off the bike. And it turns out that the wheel was loose the entire time. And by the grace of God, the wheel didn't come off when we were riding, which would have meant that we would have both fallen forward and I would have fallen on top of my daughter, who was barely a year old at that time. Even though nothing happened, yeah. I was just left thinking of that. And I was driving on the highway later that night and it was late. It was hours after every, I mean, this had happened the day before and I was still, still like- It was haunting you. Completely, it was haunting me, that's the word. And you think about those things or you think about how like, I don't know, sometimes I'm carrying her for a long time and we're walking around and we're doing this and we're doing that. And I'm always very careful not to trip on anything or if something's a little slippery or whatever. You know, we get home, I give her to the nanny or I give her to Karen or whatever, she's sleeping. And then I'm just sitting there thinking, remembering what a great day we had and I'm like, I would have fallen. And, and so I you just, do have that. Oh, I didn't know you time. had that. I didn't know you uh, had this. The pessimistic Argentinian is always there. But <laughs> what could have gone wrong that didn't, wow. you know? Parenting okay. is exhausting, guys. I'm going to be here as the aunt, <laughs> you know, <laughs> on my way. I think my role as an aunt is winning at the moment because <laughs> although I have those moments with Ford and with you, I just know I get to just like have the most fun with this baby and like kind of give him back and afterwards. then go home. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay, yeah. so we have these quick little ones. So these are rapid okay. fires. Just respond. Oh my God. Okay. So you go. You start. You start. <laughs> so this is about me, obviously, but so you finish it. I hated it when you micromanage. Wow, that was. Yeah, okay. I didn't even mean to there was like, not even I'll take micromanage for 500, please. Okay. Yes. Okay, yeah, Just, I can see that. That has been a hot topic, you know. I mean, I do ask episode. for a lot of help, so I do delegate a lot. But I guess I, know, I just but don't fully let go. You don't time. fully let go. I think that you should fully let go sometimes, like Juan said, and we can learn from our own mistakes, you know, God forbid. But like at the end of the day, like things are going to get done. The baby will be put to sleep and you got to let me do it sometimes. I just, I really like you. I think you're great. I think you're great. I think you're a pain in the ass sometimes with certain things and I wish you would just stop. And I guess the word might be, I hate it when I do something out of my best effort and my best heart. And it's not good enough for, for you. Ooh. And then it's like, no, but I'm going to give an example. One day, 
Karen, as I mentioned earlier, has sometimes a hard time in the morning because Victoria wakes up early and we're tired. She barely sleeps and she tends to the baby because I've tried tending to the baby and the baby's like at four in the morning, mama, mama, even though I go and I'm like, all right, fine. Well, I tried. So now I'm going back to bed. So Karen's very tired. And so in the morning, she has to prepare breakfast. Victoria's already a toddler. She's running around. She's knocking shit down in the, the house. She's getting herself in, uh, you know, unknown dangers. And she has to be looked after. And sometimes I'm either, you know, I'm delayed a little bit because I'm waking up. I'm, you know, catching my breath or whatever it is, even though I was just sleeping. But so one day I stay with Victoria in the room, entertaining her while Karen's making breakfast. And in my head, I'm thinking I'm giving my wife a break. She can be in the kitchen having, yeah, I know she's making something, doing something for the baby, but at least she can kind of be in her own world and relax a little bit while I spend some time with Victoria. This is great. Yeah, you're like, I'm killing it. I'm nailing it. Yeah. You know, she gets a break from the baby. I get time with the baby. I'm reading her books, whatever, whatever. And then at some point she's like, can you guys come to the kitchen, please? And I'm like, yeah. And she's kind of pissed. I'm like, yeah. Are you okay? Well... You know, you guys are there in the room and I'm and I feel like I'm here in the kitchen cooking for everybody and I'm like, and I'm like And you thought you were doing something dude, I nice. Thought I was helping you. I didn't know that I, and I don't know, I'm trying I guess I'm sorry I'm assumed I was giving you a break and you weren't happy about it. But now I feel like shit. And I thought I was doing something right. And, and you guys like, are good communicators, both of you. Right? I feel like you guys. Mm. I, see, this yeah, is that's exactly know. what happened there. Where I think sometimes, like, it's, a it's better to over communicate and say, "Hey, I'm gonna stay with the baby in the room and play with her, so you can be here, like, and chill." You know, versus like, because maybe that day that's not what I wanted. And I'm difficult to read sometimes. And because I, Karen doesn't ask for help, so the same okay. way that she's saying this, I'm always option A or option B. Karen, do you want me to stay with the baby or do you want me to make breakfast? And this is exactly what works with toddlers. <laughs> you know, with toddlers, they tell you to do that. They tell them like do you want options, apples right? or bananas yeah, I, want to co- I want to cover my ass I want to, I want to make sure I'm doing Great. what you want me to do because I want you to be happy and, okay you know. let's go to the next one because now that you're in a real one Karen I admire the most your generosity and your your endurance because you just continue to do new things for Victoria like I see Karen walk in with like a Montessori something <laughs> I'm like, what is this? No, Victoria is now going to learn how to draw, but she's also going to do with these crayons that also don't stain the walls and they're washable. And and Victoria already has 10,000 other things that Karen brought for her and did for her. And meanwhile, Karen's also like taking a course on how to be better at making Victoria sleep on her own. Also has now developed 10,000 recipes with vegetables and gluten-free and also this and also that. I just... What have I been doing? I've been reading the baby books. Absolutely nothing, Juan. <laughs> Holy shit. You set the bar very, very high. There's this, this episode that Karen described to me that was like, kind of broke my heart in a good way. I think you had just come back from the hospital and you showered for the first time mm-hmm. and Juan was helping you. Yeah. And you were just feeling, I don't know if it was depressed the word, but just overwhelmed. Good sen- yeah, yeah. And then the way that you describe Juan kind of just... That endurance, let's say, and that generosity is something that needs balance, and that balance is Juan. You know, Juan is the one who. 
I have no generosity. She has. Oh, <laughs> no. So Way to take a, a good moment and turn it. Yeah. No, no, but that. Won't, I mean, so it's almost like a car that is. Were like, you just back from the hospital that day? That day, and where you had to remember, you had to come and help me finish washing yeah, my and legs. I, and, yeah, yeah, when I heard that episode, I didn't even remember that I did that. So I guess I do things. You're great. That are nice, but I just I forget them. <laughs> But people remember them, so it's good. No. We remember them. It's yeah. crazy, like, what some people think as a little moment is, like, a, such a huge moment, you know, for the next yeah. person. Yeah, that's why I wanted I mean, to I like... didn't even know that the bike thing was so impactful for you. Like, I, oh for me, I thought, actually, when you were starting to share something, I thought you were going to talk about when you were in L.A. Oh, um, that also sucked, yes. But, <laughs> but I mean, I, it didn't even register for me that the bike thing, like, affected you like that. So, I mean, I think it's, we all go through this, Although we're all going through the same journey, we're going through it in very different ways. And yeah. I mean, for those who didn't hear the other episode, it's pretty much Juan reminding Karen how much she had given him already with the yeah. baby and how much she had gone through and, you know, to not be so hard on herself. That Yeah, yeah I, I tell her constantly. All the time. To not be so hard on herself. She's doing an amazing job and Victoria is like living proof of that um, overachiever. Yeah, <laughs> I think okay. you. What do you admire the most about it? Um, <laughs> I admire, what I admire is that although you became a mom, I feel like I didn't lose you as a sister. Aww. Um, That's awesome. Because so I think nice. that yeah. you have grown so much as a mom, but I feel like we've grown closer as well. So that's a little selfish moment on my part. And obviously I know that you love Ford, but I'm, I've always been like the youngest daughter and you've always been my role model and my, my idol and stuff. So, oh boy. <laughs> so I feel like. We've grown closer as siblings, um, and you're better for that, and I'm better for that, and we're better at that together for Ford. So. We're all crying here. <laughs> no, but that makes sense. I think sometimes we do tend to lose ourselves yeah. um, because we have taken on this new role and this new identity as a mom, and you know, like you're Victoria's mom and I'm Ford's mom, but we also had other relationships, right, yeah. before they came yeah, like into our lives. Like a sister, you know, and I feel like we have new roles as well. Like mom is now a grandma, um, and she has taken this whole role, and she's been doing great with it, and like I'm now an aunt, and I take so much pride in it as well. But yeah, we can't remember our roots. Where we came from. Yeah, no, we don't want to also, I mean, I also have because you don't 25,000 best friends that I love and to that. And I think I've done a very good job and I had to pat myself in the back. <laughs> good, yeah. Um, at balancing that, right? Like yeah. finding a way to incorporate Ford into our lives, into a routine, but also not... Just lose yourself, yeah, you know. Just kind of like not putting aside or not taking care of all the other yeah. relationships that I have. In true mom guilt fashion, I am literally running through my head and I'm like, I need to text my brother. I need to, like, whatever. Like, yeah. this is this is so nice. This yeah. is so good. Yeah. 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 It's super important because I just love you so much and like I love how you love Ford and we just love each other. I don't know. I know. We're, we're, <laughs> such a, we're such a like mushy, that, gushy that was, that family. Was extremely wholesome to witness. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's yeah. true. And I just thank you guys for inviting me on the podcast because it's so much fun. I love it. We're just Thank you. No, I, I learned something. You're amazing, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, thank you everyone for listening. Again, this is a fun exercise, maybe. When it was a glass of wine, you may do this with your husband or with even with your mom too. I think grandmas yeah. have a For different sure. perspective and I think they're For very sure. involved as well. So I guess whoever you're closest to, just maybe sit down one day and kind of just get a sense of like, how's how motherhood? Yeah, yeah, how am I doing? And how has motherhood changed me? Or and be open for the to best listen and, for the worst. and take yeah. that feedback and, you know, evolve if you think necessary. Thank you so much. And as always, uh, please make sure to check out our Instagram at motherish and let us know if there's anything you would like for us to talk about. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Thanks. Thank you, everyone. And until next time. Bye. Bye.
Cassandra Sánchez Navarro junto a Katherine Siachoque y Verónica Bravo en la nueva serie de comedia original de Biggs, Consuelo. Disponible en la app de Biggs, ya. Yeah.